It is the 21st century. There are too many video games. But out there, it's waiting. The best video game you've never played. Hello and welcome to The Best Video Game You've Never Played, the podcast where I, stand-up and improv comedian Lewis Dunn, take on the suggestions of my guests as to a different video game each time, I then play it for a week, and then come back and say, yes, you have found the best video game I've never played, or no, you've just recommended something to me that you like, and I don't like it at all, and now we can't be friends anymore. This week's guest is Paul Savage, a stand-up comedian and cartoonist who was brought on a game from an ancient mystical past of 2001. What could it possibly be? The only way to find out is to continue listening or read the name of the episode. The, the name of the episode is always the first thing you see. I don't really know why I pretend that you probably haven't read the name of the episode. I think I even put the name of the game as the first thing in the episode. So there's not even enough like you have to wait for it to scroll to see what game. You know what game it is. You know what game it is. But... For the sake of the conceit of the podcast, and because I've done this with every other episode, ooh, what could it possibly be? Listen on as we now talk to Paul Savage. Hello, Paul. How are you? I'm very good, mate. How are you? I'm very well. I have had uh, quite a stressful week this week because I have been put in charge of an entire castle to do something and this is something that I am not qualified to do at all this is a huge <laughs> promotion on my part from where I've been normally yeah they don't generally let unemployed comedians run castles no no generally it's uh, it usually it usually comes with at least some uh, a sense of heritage or I have to inherit it from somebody as opposed to just turning up so Paul why don't you tell everybody what's the game you brought along uh, the game I brought along is stronghold uh, which was on the PC uh, probably about 20 years ago but it was just such a brilliant little classic little uh strategy game yeah yes 2001 it came out i i, I had to look it up i was i was oh, slightly dreading gross. you got it exactly right 20 years old this game i was slightly dreading when you said it because you su- suggested the game and then i went and looked at it and i went god i hope there's an easy way to get hold of this 20 year old <laughs> game for my computer yeah and there were- is it turns out you were like, when I suggested it, you were like, no, I wonder if this is going to be able to run on my computer because my computer's <laughs> not that great. Yeah, it'll run fine. It'll probably run on your phone. Yeah, no, it's it's fortunately there's a there's a version on Steam which is Stronghold HD which they've managed to make it so that it runs on modern computers. They haven't done the HD element is like dubious. I would suggest <laughs> they can have uh, really high definition fuzzy graphics. Um, there are certain games that I prefer playing that are well they've played more on the gameplay than the graphics you know that's mm, uh, mm. the way i'd always prefer it to be honest um there's a game that i've got on my phone called retro bowl uh, mm. which is a um nfl game simulator where you play as an american football team and it's yeah. all um like 8-bit and it's great it's so addictively like just in the sweet spot of rubbish gaming. It's so you just <laughs> you get given the ball and you have to like arc your pass over, and then it like it's so cheap and cheerful. You don't get to do the defense. So if you lose the ball, <laughs> it'll just go 
there was a run. Like, it literally comes up as text. It doesn't even show you a video of it. It'll just go, there was a run, there was a run. They've scored, touchdown. And you go, great. Uh, I mean, I think I would be able to stop that, but fine. You have about as much input as you do when you normally watch American football. Exactly. Just like, yeah. oh. I know where you should have thrown that to. Um, but <laughs> it's a very good one for playing on the tube because it doesn't require being connected to anything. Uh, so you can. There's a lot of games where they're like, "Yeah, we won't let you play this, even though it's your game that you own, unless you're going to <laughs> log in and have Wi-Fi so you can get the ads." And this is just sort of like you paid your two pounds play like and it's great <laughs> we're my 18th season um that's not the game i've talked i'm talking about <laughs> although i do recommend it well this is the thing i think you've i think you've quite wisely brought on something that isn't about american football because i'll be honest with you absolutely not an area of uh <laughs> not something i know much about uh american football but you have i think in a way that when you said like you've paid your two quid here's your game that is very much how I feel about this Stronghold game because I picked this game up for quite cheap. Fortunately, it popped up in a sale. Yep. And uh, like this is this is a, in two thousand and one. I reckon this game was like not necessarily the cutting edge of technology, but you booted it up on a computer and you were like, "Yes, I am using my computer to its fullest <laughs> extent." I, I am getting... seem to remember it did have some whirring from like putting in the CD drive and the CD drive going okay. <laughs> what? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Sure, you want me to do sound and graphics? <laughs> Whereas now the problem I've got with the computer isn't that it's worrying to run it. The computer's just going like, I'm not sure I can play a game that was built for Windows 98. <laughs> Hang on, can I? <laughs> what could I do to make this run? So this is the thing. This game, this game's 2001, and it's like it's such. It captures such an amazing era of PC video games where they're like, yes, we can do 3D graphics. And yes, everything has to be put 200 foot away from you because those 3D graphics do not look good yet. <laughs> and, and like this, like this game opens with this super retro CG cutscene, and it's like very. It's a. I did look it up. They are a, a British company, Firefly Studios. The guy who made it, guys who made it, and it's very obviously oh, it like a group been, of people. It would have been made in a shed, like it's... yeah. <laughs> It's it's very it's very like, uh, I mean it probably wasn't cheap, but it is like cheerful, like che uh, the the cheap and cheerful thing. It's uh, it's very it's very charming. Like in, I I was about to slag it off, but it's not. There's no like you can't see the. It's just sort of like the technology has moved past it. But I think some mm. of the the bits about it are great. Like the. Um, for a start, it is hard in a way that games these yeah. days are not hard. Like people whinge about, oh, oh yeah, you get, yeah, this game's only got eighty hours of play in it. Um, I've easily done that on Stronghold and not got past the first level. You know, because uh, <laughs> um, it, it's not just running a castle, uh, which is the basic premise of it. Um, because it's sort of like, yes, you have to run a castle, but also um, keep your citizens happy and mm. uh, keep your them fed and stuff like that. So there'll be bits where it'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, you were doing all right. Um, and then we've stolen all of your bread. Uh, yes, yeah. So that's one of the challenges is it's sort of like, we're like, yeah, you've got a 
oh, a thief broke in and stole all of your bread from your granary, and now you've got 40 starving peasants who are like, yes, well, we're not yeah. going to work. And you're like, no, but I need you to chop wood so you can build a granary. And if you could go fetch some stone, and then I'll build a bakery, and then this guy's probably going to harvest some wheat. And they're all going, no. And then you're like, uh, so I've got to like heavily bribe you. And there's, <laughs> there's these lovely little offset things where you're like, the amount of ones where I was just sort of like, uh, where it'd be like, there are bandits and thieves uh, in the countryside. There are wolves attacking. You're like, let them. Let the wolves <laughs> come and eat some of your stupid starving children because you are like, you're taking up <laughs> valuable resources. So I'm, I'm quite happy if a wolf comes and eats you. Yes, yeah, so one of the things that's like, a, a, as you said, is a strong mechanic in this game is you have to manage resources. So you mentioned there, you've got to keep your peasants fed. And what I discovered in this game is that keeping your peasants fed, like normally in a game like this, the way you like feed someone is you just build like somewhere that like food is made. Like you said, like a granary, you just go granary, build, click. click yeah. What Stronghold does is it goes build a wheat farm, build a mill, then build a bakery. And if all three of these things aren't operating, no one eats anything. <laughs> yeah, there's a very much sort of like a... They're not messing around. It's like... Especially because you can't be like, oh, I'll just buy... I'll buy grain from somewhere else. No, you can't. I'll buy flour. No. no. Like, if you want... To... And also, like, if you want to build some of these things, it's not just, oh, you need to, like, have enough gold. You need to have enough wood and enough stone. So you need to go mm. have a bloke go into the woods and chop down a tree, and then he's going to have to take it to a sawmill. So you're like, oh, it's there's um, a thing in, I think it's sci-fi, uh, but, but it was basically like, if you want to build an omelette, first you must create the universe. Uh, and that's yes, the, sort of yeah. the, 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 the mechanic behind Stronghold is sort of like, oh, do you want to... Uh, you're like, no, oh, there's thieves attacking. I probably better build a soldier. And it's like, well, you're going to need wood and iron <laughs> uh, for the bits of his, uh, for his pike. And you're probably going to need boiled leather armor. So you're probably going to need to get a farm to get some, <laughs> and build a tannery. And it's basically like, but it's quite accurate. The, um, uh, I'm, quite into medieval history and that sort of stuff and it mm. was saying that uh if you were to have a standing man as like one soldier mm. uh in medieval times i think it was maybe a soldier or a knight but uh if you had a, a soldier or a knight you would need 500 people to support them in that wow so it was sort of like yeah you would need someone to go like harvest flax seeds to be able to make linen, to be able to make uh, the bit that goes under armour. And you would need like someone to go get cows and then... So yeah, it does all of that sort of stuff. And so the uh, Stronghold is about spinning plates because there's like loads of bits where you're like, yeah, I'll just go attack that wall, knock down that wall and yeah. go get that guy. And then you set your little men to do that because that's basically what you do. And if you're not paying attention, you you can do it where you're like, yeah, you just pull down that wall and uh, the knights will steam through. And you can do it later where you look back and go, oh, yeah, the knights steamed through, killed everyone. And then the uh, the you go, oh, and my wall, it's now my castle and those are my walls. Oh, 
the builders that I set to pull down the wall have pulled down all of the walls because I didn't tell them not to. <laughs> yes, yeah. One of the problems you have with this game is that as as a as the lord of these people, uh, they do they do sort of do what they want quite a lot of the time. <laughs> you can you can do your best to issue commands and like you can direct you can directly control military units, but everything else is basically running an autopilot. Yeah. Um. And this game basically works on the basis that, like, when you said it's like a game of, like, keeping spinning plates. It's a game in which you have to spin plates, but there are some plates that, because you didn't look at them ten minutes ago, are going to be the reason you fail. Like, it's not like if you're running out of food, you can't panic build farms. That's not how a farm works. <laughs> if you're running out of food, you have to starve the peasants until the farms are working again. And if the farms aren't working they'll quit and then the whole thing collapses like usually the reason you lose was a mistake you made 10 minutes ago there's one level uh where the only way we could work how to do it is you're given three hovels which is what the peasants live in at the start Mm. and the only way we could work out to do it was you have to bulldoze those as your immediate first thing and then build five hovels where those things were because otherwise you have not enough space to build a farm, not enough space to build a, uh, uh, a milkery or whatever the thing is to make cheese <laughs> to then be able to... So yeah, like I, I must have failed that level 10, 15 times before I was just like, oh yeah, because if you do it later on, the, the point has gone way past it. You have to be like, yeah. no, bulldoze immediately, build a woodcutter's hut. Right, great. We might save you just about... <laughs> Well, it was fascinating to watch this because I, I, as you mentioned, this game is incredibly hard. Like I was playing through the main military campaign of this and I got to like the fifth or sixth mission and I was like, I can't do this. <laughs> I'm doing everything. I'm building archers. I'm strategically positioning them on towers. How on earth do I win? And so I went looking for a guide and their solution was build a maze of woodcutters huts, tell the woodcutters not to work and then when the enemy turn up, all the woodcutters will kill them. And you don't need to... And I was like, how on earth... And this is obviously not the correct solution to this. It's just the way that somebody found was just like, yeah, that worked for me. I don't know how. Yeah. And you basically realise, like, this game has these, like, military units elements. But the military units are like... If this game was just about them, it's not a good game because you're just basically putting an archer somewhere and going, I really hope this time you kill the enemy because last time you didn't and there's nowhere else to put you. There's one where you are attacking a um, a castle that's got uh, burning pitch, sort of like pitch moats in front of it. Uh, mm. And then uh, the people on the... Uh, battlements have got burning arrows so if you send everyone to it they'll set the field on fire and you die but there's Mm. no other way to do it rather than just (laughs) send 10 at a time to die waste that bit of oil that they've done and then send 10 people through and start picking out the wall and they get set on fire and then you're like oh yeah but that fire's gone now so uh it's basically you win with you either win or lose by like three people every time. There's oh like, we are like, yep, I did it. I've uh, we've taken this <laughs> castle, hooray! Hip hip hooray! And they're like, no, we don't have enough people to hip hip hooray. We've got me, you, <laughs> like a lot of them. Um, oh, so they were pyrrhic victories are uh, where you, yeah, 
which was a guy in Roman times was uh, who won a battle, but was like, yeah, I, I won the battle, but I killed 95% of my men doing it. It wasn't worth it. And he was called Pyrrhic or what like, yeah. was in the Pyrrhic area. I forget which one it is, but like, he, but he was just like, basically wasn't worth it. And uh, there's a lot of that in Stronghold where there you, really is. where you're like, because you, you get to control like one really good you as Lord Commander, uh, which is like you're the most powerful unit in it. But if you die, mm. the game's over. And the amount of times that I have won by remembering about him, bringing him down from the castle, and then him just wandering through an absolute sea of corpses, <laughs> and then just being like, yay, I raised the flag in the other castle. Cele- <laughs> celebrate with me, my three peasants who still exist. Well, one of the things I found very frustrating about it was that like one this one mission I really struggled on. Eventually, the way I won it was I went, right, I don't care about anything except archers. The entire mission, I'm just <laughs> going to build fletching workshops, armory, barracks, that is, and then like enough food so that I don't lose everyone. And then just make my people miserable in exchange for gold. And it turns out the game is like, yep, that is how you win. That, that is the correct solution. I mean, that's capitalism, baby. I know. <laughs> I know. Like, go, but oh, I'm there trying to like... Was was the military happy? Nah. I mean, but was the military <laughs> big and powerful? Yeah. But everyone else was yeah. sad. Yeah. <laughs> they were like really sad. And we did it on like the limit of their mental health. Yep. Well... <laughs> But we won, guys. We won. That's the important thing. Yeah. I mean, it's literally the American dream, that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> One of the things I found really interesting about this game is that the mechanics are kind of inherently satirical. So the game is basically pointing out that you're going, I need archers, I need spearmen, I need weapons, oh my god, how do I get there? And all the people working for you are going, I would like some cheese. And you're going, (laughs) you have no idea how little I care about your need for cheese. Your need for cheese can sod off. There are people coming to kill you. I mean, I love the the voices. The the voice acting on it is so... uh, Because it's all just little snippets of it. And the, for instance, like the miners, you get under miners who can go under the corner of the castle and put, start pulling it down. They're all Welsh. Um, and so yes. you get the, them just popping up and they'll just say a little sound file of just sort of like into the blackness. And then they'll just start digging a <laughs> hole. And then um, you get the sort of like the peasant uh, just sort of like, oh yeah, it's a guy who's doing baking for me. It'll just be a sort of like, but you can click on the taxes and sort of like give them a fair, like fair taxes, cruel taxes. And it'll just be like, oh, bit cruel, these taxes. And you're just sort of like, oh, thank mm. you. Thank you. That is a point for me too. Yes. Yeah. I enjoyed the fact all the archers are Geordie as well. So that was quite nice. Just sending a, a group of <laughs> group of Geordies to their death, essentially. <laughs> um. uh, yeah. Any, anyone who gigs at the old, uh, oh God, what was the horrible club? Tiger wasn't Tiger Tiger, that was Leeds. Anyway, but there was, was a Leeds, yeah. uh, hyena rooms uh, where everyone would be like, mm. yep, I understand having played the hyena room. Uh, hyena lounge, uh, <laughs> I understand why you want to send Geordies to their death. 
<laughs> yes, no, it's kind of it, it's kind of like the the voice acting like really plays into the charm of this. Like you say, it's a very British video game. It's full of like different accents, and it's kind of like it's definitely made by a group of people who really like Monty Python, though they definitely are not Monty Python. The sense of humor is very. Um, I don't really know how to put it, sort of sardonic and, like, self-aware yeah, and self-satirizing on itself. Yeah, I would be very surprised if they weren't influenced by uh, Holy Grail, because uh, it is just sort of that, the, the basically, they accept that life was horrible for a lot of people. Uh, in the same way that, sort of, Blackadder, uh, was, that was one of their, sort of, like, underlying themes, is that, yeah, life was really horrible for a lot of history, for a lot of people. And... Uh, there, I mean, there's some brilliant bits where you just be like, uh, like in uh, Holy Grail, where they're like, oh yeah, the, the um, she's a witch, she's a witch, burn her, she's a witch. Uh, and in this, you do get witches who will just be like, with the, all your apples, now you've got no cider, uh, and now your people are unhappy. <laughs> and you're like, oh no, I don't want, oh, that's not fair. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of interesting they they come down on the decision that it is witches. There are witches, <laughs> yeah, they they did do it. Like you can't just be like so yeah, I'm surprised there isn't a thing for like, yes, here uh, you can offer the firstborn of your uh like major family as a as a sacrifice to them, see if that helps. Yeah, yeah. I mean one of the things you pointed out there, the um the alcohol, the beer and mead that you can make, which I, I enjoy because they don't say it counts as food. They're yeah. like, this isn't nutritional, but it does keep them happy. So what are you going to do with it? Yeah, I mean, I'm and surprised that there isn't, out. like, uh, you've kept them too happy. Now they've all got, uh, yeah, you've you've given them too much mead or too much cider and they're all, like, drunk off their asses and they can't fight. Um, I'm, surpri- I'm surprised that's not one of the mechanics keeping them in a sweet spot where you're like, oh yeah, they're, they're drunk enough. That's all. That's all we yeah. needed. They're now feckless. They're now useless to me because they're just <laughs> constantly pissed. But this is the thing: is there's a lot of there's a lot of moving pieces in this game. Like you got to manage the food got to manage the happiness it's interesting as well you start off going oh money doesn't seem to matter and then as soon as you need an army you go money matters enormously i need to tax everyone yeah that's that there's a lot of things <laughs> where you're like i think i would be a good and fair king i think that i would <laughs> deal with people like i would deal with people's problems i think i would have some empathy and then suddenly you're like bulldoze all of the poor people's houses I need an armory. I don't. Yeah, you're gonna have to pay 16 tax, the maximum amount of tax that you can pay, because I need to get this over the line. Like, do this for your benefit, yeah. people. Come on. Uh, it's amazing how quickly you slide into your own personal fascism. It's true. It's true. You 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 quickly learn being the ruler is not easy. But you also kind of like something you mentioned earlier. You learn about why castles are structured in the way that they are. You suddenly realize the importance of walls and like tower keeps to make sure that you can create a line of defense against opponents and they come like just i'm definitely a mistake i made i was just saying one of the things you find in this game is like you you learn about why castles are structured the way they are and the importance yeah. of like building a wall and where that wall is matters because immediately like oh just build a wall around everything and then you're like congratulations you can't build yeah. anything you're completely penned in yeah there's also the thing of like 
oh yeah, I guess that they wouldn't have built everything behind a castle wall. Uh, but like, it's almost like, uh, so you're building like, oh yeah, I, I won't need that here. Uh, it's important mm. to have food on the inside, but also there would have been people living around the outside. And then suddenly you're like, oh, the attackers have come and I've left all of my bread outside the walls. <laughs> and they've, they've set yeah. fire to that. We're all going to die now. That's the... Uh, and so there's there's like a real toss-up between sort of like like pulling down your walls to build them out. and uh, Like the amount of times that yeah. I had them, the attackers come when I was midway through a project and they are... Because they'll give you sort of like tiny little animations of a wall going up, but you don't get like four layers of a wall it working like... Oh, it's like a it's four tenths of a wall. You get nothing, and so like you just get like knights on horseback steaming through and chopping your villagers to bits. Where you're like, ah, oh, I didn't finish that wall, did I? I uh, pulled those people off that wall to <laughs> oh uh, my god the... to to go and help with something else that seemed important at the time. One of one of the things I consistently did in this game, and I think this is a significant flaw in this game actually, and it's because it's gone for that isometric, like you can view the map from four angles and no other angles, is that it's just like I thought I had finished a wall, and then you'll just see your enemy spearmen just walk along the wall, walk around the wall, and then carry <laughs> on with their invasion, and you're like, I missed yeah. one square of wall. Yeah, yeah. There's a, there does need to be a because that you do have a little advisor. It will occasionally pop up and be like, what you probably want to do at this point is this. And you'll be like, yes, I probably mm. do want to do that. Uh, but they don't ever tell you things like, yeah, you, the front of your castle is leaning over at a 45 degree angle. And that probably means that somebody is undermining your thing. So you probably want to go out <laughs> to the woods and find holes where miners are and start collapsing them. It'll just be like, yeah, the peasants don't seem happy. Yeah, mate, this thing's about to collapse. We're all going to die. Like, can you get on board? <laughs> yeah, no, the, advi the advisor has a limited amount of helpfulness in terms of what they do. They mostly <laughs> tell you if people are unhappy more than anything else or that your food's about to run out. Always too late. Yeah, yeah, sorry. We're, down, yeah. To the last we're down to the last 6%. You're like, mate, tell me at 20. That is like, <laughs> there is stuff yes, I yeah. need to do. Like, Even yeah. better, the game will happily... Even worse, just not tell you when food's running out. And then suddenly it's like, people are leaving your castle, my lord. And you're like, why are people leaving my Oh my god, there was no food in the stocks for months. Why on earth didn't you tell me? Yeah. You didn't build a mill. I didn't know I needed a mill. I thought a bakery was enough. What? Yeah, it's a, it's a very interesting one of like... Because uh, sometimes it will give you those stuff, but you need to really cram them in. Uh, and it took mm. me ages to realize that you could, on some of them, turn them round so that they could be yeah. one way or the other. Because you're like, oh, I've built four really lumpy bakeries or whatever. And it's just sort of like, yeah, what you want to do is put them all side on. And you're like, no one told me. I've been able to, I've just been putting, <laughs> been trying to cram four into a place and you could have had six side on. And you're like, no. <laughs> but it's like it's very difficult the game does a lot of work to hide 
how effective something is because everything's delayed because as you say if you want wood it will take a guy quite a long time to go and find it turn it into usable wood put it in the stockpile so what you could also do is like you build like 20 wood cutters and then like 10 minutes later you're like i have more wood than i could ever possibly need in this campaign and i have nothing else yep there's a lot like that of where you go uh where you've overestimated how much you need and you're like yeah there's a whole forest here I better build, uh, and I need stuff to build. And then suddenly you've, you've, uh, you've basically like deforested the entire area, and then you've just got these idiots like, oh, I don't really have anything to do. And you're like, oh, but I'm yeah. paying you now. Uh, yeah. So it's a real yeah, fine yeah. And balance. if you delete their huts, if you delete their huts, they just go back to being useless peasants that are also sapping resources. <laughs> and you're like, oh no, what do I do with you? Um, yeah, but here's the thing: this this game is from 2001, so I have to give it like I have to give it some of the like you know it's an old game credit here. Like there's a certain level to which I can't be like too uh, aggressive about attacking its flaws because it's an old game. There were a lot of limitations, but the game it kind of. The game it kind of reminds me most of, I don't know if you've played this, is Roller Coaster Tycoon? Yes, uh, I did play Roller Coaster Tycoon a lot. It's great. Uh, and it it's is a that game. thing. It's that thing of uh, punishing. Because there are. The, the nice thing about uh, both Stronghold and um, uh, Roller Coaster Tycoon is there's not a specific way to win on some of these yeah. things. Uh, some of it is just like, you need to weather three seasons worth of attacks or like you just need to and so you can just be like on some games it would be like well you uh, as long as you create a really big wall you're done but this one's like no Mm. you can you can like chop down all your trees and turn them into archers and uh kill the 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 attackers as they come in or you can just be like right i'm a really big cheese farmer and i've got enough people like peasants who will murder any attackers once we've got anyone coming close to it it's there's loads of different ways to win each attack of like or Mm. each little um uh scenario because there's some way you don't even have where the scenario is literally just survive three winters where it's sort of like you just have to like oh it'd be really nice if you made loads of apple farms and you're like i will do that one that seems quite pleasant. <laughs> Whereas there's other ones where it's like, you've got 240 horses, try and get through the murder machine that's in front of you. <laughs> I quite I quite enjoy one of the campaign missions starts you off and you're immediately under attack. And it's just like, get your spearmen to the wall, get your archers in position to attack. And you've got like less than two minutes to figure out what the fuck is going on. <laughs> you just have to immediately just go like, okay, run, a spearman run, there. Lads. And you have to hope you click... Yeah, you have to hope you've clicked the right part of the map because clicking the wrong part of the map with the spearman and the whole thing you immediately lose. And it seems reasonable. Like, I couldn't figure out why sometimes I won and why sometimes I lost that first two minutes. Yeah, it's, um, so it the is game's like punishing in places. And I think to some extent, some of that's age, but I think some of it is also the game's kind of imprecise about what does and doesn't work. Some missions I'd finish and I'd lose, like, catastrophically. 
and then sometimes I'd then reload that mission and win by a huge amount, like I'd have done absolutely fantastically, and I wouldn't know what I did differently <laughs> that completely changed the outcome. Yeah, it's, uh, it, there's always a really fun thing of like, uh, ones where as well, there are ones where it's like, oh yeah, you've got to protect the castle, you've got to uh, create this many army, and also we need 20 wheels of cheese. And you've just mm. will completely forget about like you'll get to the end of your life. I was victorious. My people are celebrating. Everyone's happy. I've got three hundred gold in the bank. Oh, I didn't do any cheese, did I? I just like <laughs> set one bloke to do cheese and it wasn't enough. Yeah, yeah. I remember one mission I did, it was like you had to produce so many barrels of ale to win. And so I built uh I built the hops farm and then I built an inn because I thought well that's where they'll brew the beer and then I had to go look up a guide and the guy was like don't build an inn then they'll give the ale away and so you just have to build a hops farm and make sure that nobody's drinking any beer <laughs> otherwise you fail the yeah. mission yeah yeah so it was it's all, like, it, all microbreweries in those days that's the uh... yeah yeah but it's like it's very it's very obtuse sometimes. It will not tell you if something is or isn't going to work. And it's like, you don't know what the output of a dairy farm is. It's not like you can build a dairy farm and the game's like, you're producing five wheels of cheese every month and that's going to feed this many people. The game's just like, you have a dairy farm. You better hope it works. Yeah. You better uh, hope that... Well, I quite like that. I think there was, um, there was a point, and I think games have shifted from it, but probably about 10 years ago, where if you picked up a new game, like if um, it would be like, here's a tutorial and we'll tell you exactly what mm. everything does and what exactly what all the buttons are. And this just literally is just like, well, you've got a castle, probably select those people and see what they do. Uh, I mean, that's <laughs> one of the most infuriating ones is where you're like, oh, I really need to move these four, like uh, I probably should move them in like staggered units of thingy, but like sometimes you'll just, grab the entire lot and like you say some of them are mm. really timed missions and so you'll just send them two clicks in the wrong direction and be like ah no grab you go back oh you've lost you've suddenly sent yeah. your uh your like defensive troops to the back and your attacking troops to the front uh, but they've got no cover and now everyone's dead or like you forgot yes, to select yeah. them uh, or you've like selected them, waiting for them for the right time, and they've not clicked on at the right time. They're like they just sat there being murdered, waiting for you to tell. Should I, should I fight back, boss? Nope. <laughs> he told you. He or told you. He told you to wait. Even worse, you'll have a huge scale battle, and you'll just like end up arbitrarily sending someone somewhere to a corner by mistake, and then you'll come back later, and you'll be like. I've got five archers, and they're all hiding in corners that I don't remember sending them yeah, to. Yeah, they're just hidden. Uh, yeah, there's because uh, you can send them up, up onto battlements uh, if there's... Mm. Uh, but you can also knock down stairs. And so mm. sometimes, I like, there's been ones where I've, like, I've had people up battlements, and the walls have been knocked down around them. And they're just stood there and you've got to go fetch a man and be like, right, you need to build some stairs to get my men back, please. Yeah. So you have to be like, come on, peasant. And, you're, you're, and he's like, oh, I haven't got any stone. And you're like, oh, my word. 
<laughs> you're making an assessment going, how much is it worth saving you? Or should I leave you on a wall to die later? Yeah, yeah, just, they're dead, they're gone. Don't even... Or even worse, sometimes I found, like, because you get the drawbridges, like the, the massive gates to stop people coming in and out, and these automatically close when the enemy come, which is, thankfully, is the automatic <laughs> thing. But what yeah, you can do I've, is I've... have a load of spearmen the other side just stood there going, I'll go to war when you open the door up. Jump. <laughs> and they're like, we're not going to do that for you. There's uh... <laughs> one where you can, like, because uh, you can have moats around the castles, but you can, like, dig the moats out. And that was one that I used to regularly do was dig the moat out in a section to like hammer down the wall, hammer down the wall, get in there. And then you just like, it's really like you're right near the end being like, oh no, I've only got a few men left. They've only got a few men left. And you just find one bloke who's still shoveling out this, the moat, just being like, I did what you told me to. And you're like, mate, I needed you. I needed you 20 minutes ago in this battle and you're just, you and your friends have been having rocks dropped on you and set fire to. And I've lost 20 of you because you were digging the moat out. It's all nice and smooth now. You could probably get through. Mate. (laughs) You are not, you are not helping my war effort. So look, so this is the thing. I think what I can say about this game is that it feels. It felt like a time capsule. Like I booted it up. I was like, "Yes, I remember playing CD-ROM games just like this when I was a kid. I remember these like vividly. This type of isometric graphic with the little people. Like I said, rather than Rollercoaster Tycoon, because it's got that same like you can view this from four angles. And sometimes you're like, I don't understand where something is. It is suspended in the <laughs> air somehow, and I yeah. don't know how that has happened. And oh, I think because one of the voice files on it is uh, that I. Uh that I have put into my life because uh, me and my brother played it a lot he's uh, a few years younger than me but uh, we uh, we played this because we only had one computer and you can only play one player on this so it was just sort of like we'll mm. play it together or we'll take it in turns and tell each other what we've done wrong but it was like um, the two ones that have slipped into my life is uh, can't place that there Malige and more wood is needed mm. and i will say those whenever one like whenever i can't fit a thing in something or like when you're trying to just like squeeze something can't place that there malige will come out of my mouth and the weird thing is is no one played this game it was not like a <laughs> it's just a, it was a bit of a cult hit yeah, from what i can tell yeah it was it, yeah. it just wasn't like a mainstream game so like if you're doing jokes uh, about like oh, I don't know like Goldeneye or um, I'm trying to think of something else of this vintage where it would be like uh, everyone like would have played it and everyone like Zelda or The Sims or like where everyone goes okay I know what you're doing there and then occasionally I will uh, will pull out a sound file from the uh, like a quote from Stronghold and no one knows what I'm talking about just be like Ah, strange <laughs> malady is affecting our crops, and everyone will be like, "What are you on?" Uh, just, <laughs> it, but there's there's always one for every little like significant thing in your life. There will be a uh, a little stronghold uh, talking thing for that. I've just been like, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, well, it's kind of like 
Um, no, no taxes is fair taxes. And you're like, when's that going <laughs> to... <laughs> That's how a lot of us, a lot of people feel, yeah. Yeah. But this is the thing. I think it's, it's, it's a time capsule to a time when a lot of computer games were like this. And a lot of computer games sort of... They knew that the demographic of people that were going to play them was not a, was as you've pointed out this was this was like a game that very few people played in the broader culture so i feel like when they were making this game they didn't they didn't give a shit about how hard yeah. it was because they were yeah. like the only this, type of people that are going to play this are obsessed exactly this isn't this isn't for you probably should have been the, <laughs> the tagline it's just sort of like I, also i find it just really funny is just sort of like because the people who are like yes i am into like war gaming and i want to, to take control of a vast and mighty army cool you've got six archers and the game is actually more about cheese making so it's like it's not even yes, for the yeah. people that it's for it's like um because like civilization which is roughly contiguous with this i think civ 2 or civ 3 mm. uh was a game that i was playing um and like Age of Empires was another one that was, but they were a bit, they yes, were a bit yeah. more, uh, a a bit more forgiving, and like uh, Total War was like, hey, it's about war. All you got to do is get like your army and kill everyone, and that's the important bit. Yeah, yeah. Like whereas this is sort of like, uh, yes, uh, yes, it is important that your army stays alive, but also <laughs> witches have stolen your bread. Deal with that. <laughs> Deal with that five goes ago. And you're like, ah. like having to plan in ahead. You're having to plan in ahead things like, because uh, there would be things like uh, wolves or bandits or witches coming. And you'll just be like, I am on the exact line of everything going fine. But you're having to mentally prepare for something horrible happening that might not happen. Mm. I'd say you're like, well, probably better put 200 gold away just in case thieves come. And Well, like, I don't know how on earth you can plan it. Like, I'm always on the cusp oh, of failure in this like, game. It's, I don't know. it's one of the games where I've been, like, w- running up the stairs to kill the final person. And it's like, it will flash up, you lose because you forgot to... Oh. Uh, you forgot to uh, get any happiness from the wandering minstrel coming to town. It's some <laughs> lovely bits like that. But this is the thing. I think what you you put it in the perspective of like civilization, Age of Empires, and like Total War, and it kind of feels like this is a game that's not as big. Like Civilization's kind of like a board game more than anything. Like yes. Civilization's like not an accurate representation of running a society at all. <laughs> You've no. got Age of Empires. Which is kind of like, what if Stronghold reacted to things you did immediately? So, yeah. like, if you build a farm in Age of Empires, it's like, bam, you got more food. Just crack yeah. on. There's no yeah, holding yeah, back. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot like and that. And then Total War, as like, you say, there's there's no time. Total War's just like military tactics. Yeah, there's a there's a lot less time on those other ones where it's sort of like you'll get an archer in three goes, but you know that it's all like I will do everything on the board first, and then I click go, mm. and then. And also, like, civilization will remind you. We'll just be like, oh, you're not making anything in this town. Do you want to make something? You go, yes, I do. I had forgotten that. Great. Cool. Let's build a, uh, let's build a <laughs> barracks here. Whereas uh, Stronghold will just be like, oh, mate, 
It's a shame your barracks weren't any sort of productivity, isn't it? You've got all these peasants here. We could have been training yeah, yeah. these to be archers. Uh, could have been training them into being mace men. But <laughs> you just forgot, didn't you, you idiot? Yeah, and you it's been forgot charging to build an armoury. It's been charging you for it as well. It's just sort of like... And it'll be like, yeah. oh, yeah, we, we would have done it, but you didn't have enough leather workers uh, to make armour for it. But it won't tell you. You'll just look at your armoury or your leather, uh, like, room and be like, ah, I didn't do that, did I? You've got to really keep... Uh, that's why I lost. <laughs> yeah, you've got to really keep on top of it. And then the thing you'll learn is like, you go, right, start again. First thing I'm going to build is uh, the tannery. Get that sorted. Right, that's built. Let's crack over the rest of it. Oh, I forgot to build food this time. Okay, <laughs> they all starved. Okay, yeah. right. Now this time I'll start with just food. And it's like, it kind of feels like Civ is for like Civ is a game that's like, pretends to be very complicated, but is actually a lot more simple than it actually appears to be. Age of Empires is for people who on that instant action, and it's more of a game about winning a war. Total War, as you say, military strategy, placing everything. Stronghold is a game for somebody who who basically has played all those other games and gone, what if it was arbitrarily unfair to me? What if it was like... <laughs> what, if, yeah. what if being a king was absurdly hard? Yeah, I, I, I do get why, like, there's a load of uh, medieval kings who were like, yeah, we went out of our minds and didn't want... Or like, they were just like, yes, send me into exile. I will go live at a different thing, but I don't have to be in charge. <laughs> you totally get it where you're like... Oh yeah, I can see why it was difficult being a medieval king. Where you're just sort of like, yeah, where, where um, yeah, sort of like, oh, the peasants are revolting because they're not happy. You're like nobody's happy. <laughs> like we, I'm not nobody's happy. happy yeah, <laughs> like I'm like none of us are happy. Happy's not the goal. Yeah, there are bits where you like, yeah, the the your shed is on fire. Uh, uh, there are people coming up the stairs to the castle uh, who want to murder me, and there's peasants in the street just going, "Oh, be nice if we had a fair come to town." And you're like, "It would be nice, <laughs> but literally pick up a stick or a brick and throw it at these people." Come on, man. So here's, here's the thing with it. Then I think ultimately the. I think I can definitely see why you love this video game. I can see all of the things in it that are like enjoyable or or at the very least interesting. And there's definitely a lot about this game that I feel like it's almost making a point. It almost feels like the point of Stronghold is to go this is a hard video game about how hard it is to run a castle <laughs> and like Yeah, yeah. It, it, You're not going like... into castle administration. Like there's certain games like Football Manager where uh hmm. you go I reckon I could probably do this. I reckon that, like, <laughs> you know, you've taken Carlisle to win the Champions League and you're like, yeah, I reckon I could probably do this. No one playing Stronghold has been like, I reckon I could run a medieval castle. That's that's what I want to do. <laughs> I was like, yeah, this is really difficult. Yeah, yeah. It's like the opposite of a power fantasy. It's a humbling fantasy. <laughs> it's like, Yeah, I think it is for, like, masochists to just be like, oh, yeah, it's, I want a game that's tough. Like that's like it's winnable. It's not horrible, but I want there to be. I want to be on the bleeding. Like there are uh, uh, the bit where I stopped with the campaign mode was it was like fifteen. I think it was about fifteen or sixteen into it, uh, and there was one where it was like you have to take this castle. That's all you have to do. But you're given a very limited number of troops. You can't. 
get more in. You just got to be like really careful with like saying one guy over, kill that guy, take that, take that little like battlement. Right now, move an archer over, take that guy, shoot him. Right, cool. Right, and it's all really. And I ended up doing it with one guy, and then like five missions later, it's like take the same castle but reversed. You've got to take it from the other angle, and you've got less people. And I was like, I'm done. I did this by fluke. <laughs> the, first, the first time I had like one guy left with like 80% health dead. And you're like, he is literally bleeding out on the, on the battlements. You'd be like, I won. I did it. In my castle now. <laughs> That's the Can thing. someone get me some leeches? Because I, almost... I am dying. <laughs> Please pack my wounds and tell my children I love them. <laughs> but it's the thing I think almost in a way it's more cruel because you know that someone has done it and it can be done and the fact <laughs> you can't do it just makes you oh, feel yeah. worse yeah you, there's so many times you just feel like an idiot um, especially when it's like because I think it does want you to do it um, almost like the just in time principle where you have just the right amount uh, so you don't keep anything back and you're mm. you need to play consistently in the red zone of like it'll be like how many miners do you want and you're like do i need seven or eight and it'll just be like you need one of those i'm not going to tell you mm. like the, you you can play through it and be like ah oh, mm. seven miners wasn't quite enough uh to pull down the castle in time uh and then you'll try it with eight and it's like eight was too many you pulled it down way too fast uh, but now you've got no money for anything else. You're like, no, no, this is too difficult. And you're sort of like, like do I delete things as I go? How yeah, how yeah. much management does everything need at all times? But this is the thing. I think, in a way, it's kind of a shame that I've played it in 2021. Because in a lot of ways, there's a lot about this game I really like. And I'm almost certain all of it was addressed in sequels. I'm almost <laughs> certain that like yeah, yeah, yeah. loads of the problems that I have... Like there was one that came out like the most recent one, um, Stronghold Warlords, like literally came out a few weeks ago. Oh really? And I watched somebody play it, and yeah, yeah, and it's uh, I think it's set in um, uh, I think it's set in uh, Asia, so it's the idea that you have to appease different warlords on your map as well. But I was look watching them play it, and I was like, I am amazed how much of this is the same. I am amazed <laughs> that it's still. Build woodcutters, build a hovel, build your granary, do all these different things. And I was watching the play, and I'm like, actually, most of this game hasn't changed. The only thing that's happened now is there's a proper 3D camera, which would definitely help. Um, but I think, I think in a way, this this studio basically they built this stronghold game and then went right. Let's just make that forever. Let's just not change the formula. Let's keep it more or less the same. Yeah, it's it's really interesting as well that there's not, um, unless I missed it, I don't think there's an easy mode. I don't think there's like a tutorial easy, like which lots of those games would have done in those sort of thing where it's like civilization you yeah. can play on uh, easy mode, hard mode, extreme mode. Um Years ago, I used to work as a recruitment consultant for about three months before I got fired. And uh, mm. one guy <laughs> on, his C on his CV put beat civilization on extreme mode on under hobbies. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? I respect that. Like, not only do I respect the audacity of doing that, I respect the actual achievement. That is like 
difficult to do. Where it's, uh... I'll, I'll respect it if he figured it out himself. Yeah. If he figured out, if he read guides on how to do it, then nah, that's just following instructions. I mean, so I got the HD version, and that does have different difficulties in it, though it doesn't it doesn't help like, enormously. Like, yeah, yeah, where it's sort of like oh, it was like. It's hard on easy mode, and then presumably extreme mode is just sort of like someone runs in, murders you, and what you needed to do is jump out the window in the, in the first six seconds, get crippled, but you still Yeah, yeah, you had to just... <laughs> you had to keep your lord moving at all times. They were not allowed to stand yeah, still at any point while building granaries, while run, building bakeries. Running around the room, just being like the, the assassins in one corner. You've got to run around in the... While also being like, guys, guys, build some cheese. Could you <laughs> could you just send a message to the next nearest town yeah. to uh, send over some cloth? Uh, uh. <laughs> but it's the thing. This this one also had the HD one also had a tutorial. But I'm telling you now, the tutorial is absolutely no help. All the tutorial <laughs> teaches you how to do is build wood shacks and hunting posts. And like most of the missions don't have hunting posts. Most of them have like <laughs> as you say cheese or bread or something else. So you're just like I have learned, and it doesn't teach you anything about the military units it doesn't teach you how to use archers or spearmen at all so it's like you the get the gist like, like yeah, you built, yeah you built a hut a man comes out and does something probably when you need to, when you get offered to build another thing a man will come out and do something there but up to you lads and you're like oh, okay <laughs> I think one thing that is a shame, and that's this is purely because of how old the game is now. I didn't get a chance to try playing it multiplayer with anyone because, unfortunately, this old version it's been like you can play it multiplayer, but you need to find someone else with a copy of the game and exchange <laughs> IP addresses. So yeah, it's like... I don't think I was on the internet when uh, when this game came out, and if I was, I'm not sure that a my computer would have taken it because uh, it would have been like. 54 i want to say k internet mm. that was a penny a minute that we like if you wanted to go on the internet in my house you had to put there was a little jar next to it that you put money into to say yeah i went a penny I went a minute internet. yeah it was penny a minute it was um like tell wow. kids about that nowadays tell kids like hey kids i know well i've just i've just figured out my internet would get you uh 31 hours of internet for how much i pay now based on what you've just told me and i definitely use more than that yeah exactly it was just sort of like ridiculous anyway it was ridiculous it was like um but yeah the uh so yeah i never played the multiplayer because i'd love to play against somebody uh because a the, like the computer is difficult but if there was like you've got two even maps and you're like running into the middle and being like, yes, I will take this wood, uh, <laughs> you know, because I'll take, I'll set a woodcutter to cut down this wood and then you go in there and murder him with a maceman. And then be like, oh, okay. Now you've got to bring your guy out and you've got to bring it like, it would be quite an interesting way to play that. Uh, so I, it, um, it would be. I would love it if we could play each other because I think what we would both just lose because we didn't make enough food. <laughs> so it would it would be nothing yeah. to do with the military units. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like it was a two v two game, and you both got defeated by wooden famine. Like just <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was a it was a stalemate. You both lost somehow. You put one of you poisoned your own food, and the other one starved to death. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing. Ultimately, if it comes down to. Is this the best video game I've never played? 
and I think what I can say about it is is it's like a it's a fascinating piece of like game history it's like if you miss games of that era and that type you can jump on steam now pick up stronghold hd and it's just it's a perfect recreation of it like it's exactly what you want it to be in terms of that that era of video games but i do think age has caught up with this game and i think sadly it's not the best video game i've never played not because it's not like very good at what it is but just because it's like this is definitely a game that you could play a sequel version of and probably get a better version of the same game i think it was a game of a very specific era uh, it's very interesting if you watch stuff back where they're like this was set in like it's a program made in 2020 but it's set in mm. 1984 and they'll have the big hits of 1984 playing on the radios or whatever mm. and people will go or, like, they'll play uh, cool music from 1984 that was, like... But people who were there would go, no, we didn't play that on there. Like, um, if you're setting something in the punk era, most of the music mm. that would be on the radio would be ABBA and Rod Stewart. It wouldn't be the Sex Pistols, because that was the whole point, was that they were yeah. these weird little underground punk things. And I think it is uh, a game that was like, that should have been the best game of 2001. It should have been the game that everyone played in 2001. Mm. Uh, but I don't know what the, but like, but everyone was playing whatever. I can, uh, tell, I can tell you what it was. It was Grand Theft Auto 3. Oh, absolutely. Grand Theft Auto 3 is the best game of 2001. It's <laughs> like, yeah, such yeah. a good game. Uh, but you know what I mean? Like, there'll, be, there'll be games yeah, that were yeah. bigger, bigger games, bigger hits that this sort of got slept on a little bit. And I think that's part of the reason why I love it is because it was a weird little niche that I sank so many hours into. Like it, there are people who uh, have favorite players who they never saw play football, but they had them on mm. um, champ, man- uh, champ manager in uh, whatever year that like was the thing where they were like, yeah, got a real strong uh, like feeling for them because I took them from the second division into them being like England's captain, and we did it together. <laughs> so I love you, and they're like, I don't know who you are. Like, this is I didn't, any, I didn't do any of those things. Like for years, I had a thing against John Terry um, because I'd managed as Chelsea uh, on one of uh, my games. And uh, he stupidly got himself sent off in a game. I find him. He reacted poorly. And I uh, transfer listed him and then made Jody Morris into the great centre half in football. And there was just a whole. Uh... But for years, I had this weird little like. So when it came out that John Terry was a bit racist, I was like, called it. I knew he was a wrong one. Yeah, you like you. It, it just. <laughs> I've had this weird grudge against him for years. And I was like, yep, I was right. This is, this is all coming back. And I think probably if there were, you know, military troops knocking around, people would be like, do you know what? I've got a real soft spot for Mace, man, because uh, they got me out of it when my fancy knights with all their shiny armour died immediately. (laughs) And a bloke with a massive stick that he tied a bit of rock to came in and saved the day. So 
You know what? I've uh, I've got a lot of time for them. No, fair enough. Fair enough. Well, thanks very much for coming on and bringing this game on. I did I did enjoy playing it. Uh, unfortunately, it doesn't it doesn't quite hit the rank of the best video game I've ever played. But it it's been fun to check out games like this that I would never have thought to try during lockdown because that is how I've decided I'm being productive. Oh yeah, uh, but you've actually you've actually done something genuinely very. You've actually released a book during all of this. I did. I wrote. Uh... I say wrote. I uh, I've illustrated a book, so it's a uh, book of comics called. Uh, but Doctor, I am a collection of comic strips by Paul Savage, and it's loads of silly little fun little pop culture jokes that I've got, and uh, stupid bits of wordplay, contrived little puns, and uh, yeah, just I drew those, did a Kickstarter of it, and uh, I'm sticking them up online at the moment. Uh, you can get them on SavageComic.com. And uh, yeah, did uh, I started doing animations of them? So uh, yeah, yes, uh, doing because uh, some of them work better as uh, I mean, quite a lot of them were bits of stand up that never worked or uh, stupid, little, <laughs> stupid little tweets where you're just like, oh, if I cut like because that's the nice thing about uh, drawing is you can just there's a visual language to it where you can be like, okay, you've all got the I don't have to set up what the joke is and go, oh, this is, I need to describe a thing. You can just like draw a psychiatrist couch and everyone goes, okay, I know where we are now. Uh, you have mm. to set all that up around it. Um, and that's one of the, the fun things that you can do. Uh, and so quite a lot of the ones that are song lyrics are working better as animation than they are as comics, just because you are, <laughs> you can play the first five seconds of the tune and then everyone's like, okay, I'm with you on this. That's what that tune is first. Um, so I'm having quite yeah, a lot of yeah. fun with that. So uh, if you fancy those, they are um, on my Twitter page, which is at uh, Comedy Savage. And I've got a website for them, which is savagecomic.com. And uh, you can buy that uh, from me there. And uh, if you want to give me £2 extra, I'll draw a doodle of your choice in the front for our leaf. Brilliant. A, bon- a bonus extra little comic just for you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's been really fun actually. It's like people will put uh, where you go, you can have personalized if you want. And they're like, uh, what? What do I have to? And I'm like, <laughs> I can just sign it. You don't have to think of a thing. And they're like, thank you, because it was terrifying. <laughs> it's like when people just go, oh, you're a writer. You can write a thing. You're like, but that could be anything. Whereas if it's just like, <laughs> I, I need a short joke about cats, you're like, okay, that's workable. You've narrowed it figure down. Out, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Write me a joke. God, that's just like that's just the abyss, yeah, yeah. isn't it? That's just like <laughs> go on, tell us a joke, and you're like, I have been doing comedy for 14 years. I have forgotten every single joke that I've ever heard or written. Like it's it's quite impressive, isn't it? You could actually, if someone came up to you and said, "Give me a joke about cheese," you're like, "I could do that." Yeah, a joke about cheese, I could do that off the top of my head. A joke about anything, absolutely not. Never in a million years. <laughs> It is baffling, yeah. It is. All right, well, thanks for coming on, Paul. No worries. Thank you so much for having me, mate. Huge thank you to Paul for coming on to the show there. You can get his book at savagecomics.com. You can also see a few of them for free on there, just if you want to have a look at them, see if they're your kind of thing, if you make you chuckle, make you laugh. Hopefully they do. Uh, I had a great time recording this with Paul. It was really fun to play Stronghold. And uh, hey, you can still grab that game on Steam. Uh, and also, like, they've got various sequels. I would probably say, hey, if this sounds really interesting to you and you like the sound of it, 
maybe get one of the newer titles, because I think the newer titles are probably a little bit more refined and polished. But it was still really interesting and fun to get this portal back into 2001. If you like the podcast, why not leave a review? You could do it on iTunes, you could do it on Google, you could do it on anything really that releases a podcast. It's a good way for me to know that people are enjoying and listening to the show. It helps raise the podcast's awareness on the platforms. It feeds the algorithm and the evil robots that control our lives. Uh, and, And I'll be honest makes me feel better about myself so if you could go on to any of the reviewing platforms you've gone to twitter at the best video gat four so that's the best video game but drop the me put up a four that's because twitter doesn't let you pick your app name anymore thanks again to paul for coming on and being my guest stay safe everyone stay safe